Hello and welcome to Frank Fryer Friday. This is Father Patrick Pykowskis broadcasting from St. Dominic Priory in St. Louis, Missouri, even though I'm actually this Friday in Kansas City, Missouri. I recorded this, uh, I think today is Wednesday. I'm going to begin with a new serenity prayer that James Martin wrote. If you are avid listeners of my podcast and you caught the beginning of Frank Fryer Friday, you know that I'm somebody who has been participating in 12-step recovery for 34 years now. And the serenity prayer has become iconic for 12-step programs. And James Martin wrote a little variation on it, and I, I like it very much. God grant me the serenity to, to accept the people I cannot change, which is pretty much everyone, since I'm clearly not you, God. At least not the last time I checked. And while you're at it, God, please give me the courage to change what I need to change about myself, which is frankly a lot, since once again, I'm not you, which means I'm not perfect. It's better for me to focus on changing myself than to worry about changing other people, who, as you'll no doubt remember me saying, I can't change anyway. Finally, give me the wisdom to just shut up. Whenever I think that I'm clearly smarter than everyone else in the room, that no one knows what they're talking about except me, or that I alone have all the answers. Basically, God, grant me the wisdom to remember that I'm not you. Amen. I like that very much. Thank you, the person who wants to remain anonymous. Uh, I, uh, well, I won't tell, tell you who she is. Now, um, we have... Uh, today, a reflection on the third Sunday of Easter gospel reading, which is one of my favorite stories in the Bible. It's the story of the road to Emmaus, the two disciples walking, walking away from Jerusalem. And they say, stay with us, stay with us. This phrase is key in the gospel reading that we're going to hear on Sunday. So there's these two men walking to Emmaus. It's a village not too far from Jerusalem. And what are they talking about? Well, it tells us in the gospel reading that they were debating. It uses that word. So they must have differing views, right? That's what a debate is. So we can presume they were trying to figure out what the recent events in their lives meant. Jesus' ministry, their association with him, Jesus' death. Was he the Messiah? What did it mean to be the Messiah? Questions like that. But whatever it is they were debating, they were wrong. Jesus goes so far as to call them fools but, okay, let's back up a bit. Jesus catches up with them while they are walking. Now, even this image has meaning. Jesus comes to them exactly where they are, not just on the road to Emmaus, but where they are in their faith journey. And Jesus doesn't want them to recognize him 
yet. He wants them to focus on what he is about to share with them. And when he asks them, what are they talking about? They're a little timid. Maybe they're a little embarrassed even because they've lost their faith. And we know that because of where they are. They are not in Jerusalem with the other disciples, but on the way away from Jerusalem. They have turned away. So maybe they are downcast and timid because they are disappointed in themselves. They are also a little surprised because this stranger doesn't seem to be aware of what has just happened in Jerusalem. They thought everyone knew. So Jesus plays a little dumb, and they play into his hands, and that is when Jesus tells them how foolish they are. Well, why are they foolish? Because they had an idea of the Messiah, and Jesus didn't seem to fit the bill. Can you imagine? They had an idea of what Jesus or God needs to be like, and it should be someone who fit into their narrow notion, their limited idea of what the Messiah would be like. For these two, the Messiah needed to been, have been created in their image. So let us ask ourselves, what's our idea of Jesus? What is his message for us? Does Jesus really mean for us to sell all we have and follow him, to care for the poor, to put God above all things, even family and friends? It seems we want to follow Jesus' way as long as it fits our notion of things. The trouble is, it's not easy to be people of peace, to care for the poor and forgotten, to love one another as God does, even when it is those who hate us and wish to hurt us. These are difficult lessons to accept and to put into this practice, especially in our culture. I read something kind of scary that the average six-year-old child will have spent more time in front of a computer than they will spend in a classroom their entire time in college. Imagine that. I'm going to repeat that. A six-year-old child, by the time a child six years old, they will have spent more time in front of a computer than they will spend in a classroom their entire time in college. Imagine what kind of formation that is providing for them and for us, because it forms us as well. Does that sort of formation lead us to understanding God? Does it lead us to acts of charity and even thinking that acts of charity are important? Does it establish in our minds what is truly important? Does it lead us to think we need to do something for others? The messages that form us can lead us to waver in our faith, to be led away from Jesus and his message, away from our Jerusalem if we are not attentive to the word of God, if we ignore our need to provide charity, if we fail to recognize Jesus' presence in the Eucharist and in one another. When is the faith of the two on the road to Emmaus restored? Well, three things happen. They hear and understand the word of God. They demonstrate charity to a stranger, and they share in the breaking of the bread. 
in the Eucharist. Stay with us, they say to Jesus. This invitation is crucial in the story because if they had, had extended charity, if they had not extended charity, they would never have recognized Christ in their midst. They want Jesus' presence. And in this gospel, Jesus begins to accompany us all on our journey through life. Jesus is willing to come to us wherever we are as long as we extend the invitation. Stay with us, Lord. Stay with us. Thank you and have a blessed Easter and see you next time.